0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, March 10th, 2021, and this is day 1,107 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you so, so much for being our Abba Father, for giving us your breath of life and showing us what you would have us to do this day. Thank you for your precious Son, Jesus Christ, who died and, and rose up victorious over death, hell, and the grave so that we could be reconciled back unto you and have through salvation. I thank you, my Lord, for your precious Holy Spirit who leads and guides us uh, every step of the way while we're here on this earth. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted, heal the sick, and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is Who's Robbing You? Yep. Who's Robbing You? Sometimes it could be happening beneath our very noses and we just don't even realize it because we've gotten so conditioned to allowing it to happen. Uh, Maybe because we've been told to just don't say anything or don't do anything or, you know, let them stay because or whatever. Well, Jesus gives us a great illustration on how we should take a stand for what is right and then do something about it. Uh, we're going to be coming out of Mark chapter eleven, verses fifteen through nineteen. Mark eleven, verses fifteen through nineteen, and I and I really like this uh, a lot. It, it shows a whole other side of Jesus, but it's still about uh, him uh, standing up and fighting for justice, uh, fighting for for those who can't fight for themselves. And, and doing it in such a way that's absolute, there's no doubt. <laughs> uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 15, it says, On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. So just to get a little idea of what that was about, I'll share with you out of my commentary. They were buying and selling and it says, Money changers and merchants did big business during Passover. Those who came from foreign countries had to have their money changed into temple currency because this was the only money accepted for the temple tax and for the purchase of sacrificial animals. Often, the inflated exchange rate uh, enriched the money changers. And the exorbitant prices of animals made the merchants wealthy. Their stalls were set up in the temple courts of the Gentiles, making it all but impossible for non-Jews to spend any time to worship. And so, this is what they were doing. And it says Jesus became angry because God's house of worship had become a place of extortion and a barrier to Gentiles who wanted to worship. So he he came and he just entered the temple courts and began driving them out. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. So not only did he throw them out, he threw over their tables and their benches and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him. For they feared him because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. So whenever we do take a stand, oh, listen, there will be haters. (laughs) But that should not change the fact that we are here to fulfill our purpose. And there will be times where we will get angry. You notice he was angry but he sinned not. The Bible says be angry, but sin not. All right, so point number one. It's time to face the problem head on. It's time to take a stand and clean house. Getting rid of anything that goes against God's will for your life. Yes, get angry. Anger is a natural God-given emotion. The key is to not sin in your anger. For so long many believers have been walked on like a doormat and we've allowed it. Today is your day to make that change. As you see, Jesus stated, as you see Jesus started throwing the money changers out as soon as he walked in the temple. He did not take time to say hello, <laughs> good morning or any other salutations. He saw that these people were making a mockery out of God's house of prayer. He didn't care what they uh, may have thought of him or what they would say about him. I mean, literally, they they were out to kill him later. They plotted to do that. He was about his father's business, and we should do the same. Uh, And God will lead and guide you in in that um, when it comes to uh, doing something like that, taking a stand for right. Point number two: We're not called to be passive as we will as we fulfill our God given purpose. There will be times when we will get angry and take a stand for justice according to God's word. Who's taking advantage of you? Who's pimping you? Who are you allowing to do these things to you? And you notice I say, uh, "Who are we allowing?" If we know better uh if we know the word of god but then there's some that don't know better so i'm speaking uh for those of us who know better uh and those that don't know we're there to protect them we're there to take a take a stand for them all right uh so it's time to take a stand many times uh i talk to women who want to get married and you know they're they're looking for the right person And so sometimes they let their their boyfriend or friend, whoever it is, move in and and they begin to compromise their relationship uh, with the Lord. And um, for a man who has no intention of marrying them and they just want the person that moved in, just wants a place to lay their head, sucking all the life out of the woman that allowed it, because uh, they decided to settle instead of standing up for themselves and saying, no, this happens to men and women. I'm just sharing because I've spoken with women many times who uh, who are strong, who are uh, empowered, who are amazing in what they do, but yet in some areas, Uh, and and that one in particular, because they want to be married, sometimes will let their guards down and the enemy will slip right in. Uh, There are things that we all do. Uh, I am guilty of many times in my life letting my guard down and getting walked on or saying yes to something that I really should have said no to, but just because I, I didn't want to stir up anything, I said yes or you know, or whatever the case may be. And later I re- recognized that that was an area that I needed to make a change in. And I needed to be bold for Christ. And if I saw something that wasn't right, I need to take a stand for that and, and do it according to God's will. Uh, I remember walking into Target one day and seeing uh, a young uh, black teenager at the register and uh, and a supervisor who happened to be white uh, white man, literally going off on him in front of everybody uh it didn't matter the color uh but it looked extremely bad uh and and it was bad so the he shamed him in front of everyone that was in line, black and white felt angry about that. I could see the expressions on everyone's faces. And I said something to the young man, and I, when I was in line with them, when it was my turn, I should say, and he said I was just doing what he he told me to do, and and now he he's mad at me because I didn't know he wanted me to to get away from the cash register and do other work. So I took matters into my own hands. I was really upset about it, and I made a call to the store and talked to. You know, uh, the supervisor, his manager, at, th- at least that's what they they said, who they said they were and and described the man to them in the time that I was there and what happened. And uh, I explained what he did and what he said. And I said, I don't know if maybe he was having an off day, which we have sometimes, but the way he handled that situation was totally out of line. It was absolutely out of line. And they said, we will get on it right away. And I hope and pray that they did. But that was one of those situations where in the past, I may not have done anything. But that time uh, in my life, I have made a change and decided I am going to speak up. And I'm going to say something when I see uh, things done. And it's not fair. It's not right. You're stepping on someone that's You know, it can't even, this is a young man, a teenager, maybe his first job, you know, Uh, but that was one of those cases. So we need to take a stand and say, no, not in my house, just like Jesus did. I have good news for you today. Yes. (laughs) If you still have breath in your body, it's not too late uh, for you uh, to throw the robbers out, just like, Jesus threw the money changers out. It's not too late. And you're going to know if it's not right. And you need to make a change. You need to take the effort to get rid of it. Because whatever that is, it could be a person. It could be a thing. It could be something that is stunting your walk with Christ. And it's time to get rid of it. Because they're robbing you blind, whatever and whoever it is. I'll never forget uh, at church a few years ago. You know, maybe about eight years ago, uh, during service, a gentleman walked in. He uh, for church service, uh, you know, as people did, and he and he had a seat and he he listened the whole time. And then at the end, he said, "May I say something?" Uh, and so we are, <laughs> we are usually pretty leery when people do that, but we said okay, and he came up to the mic and. And he began to say something, and then he began to uh, go against the word of God and saying things that were totally non, not right. And we said, "Sir, all right, we you need to give us back the mic." And uh, so we took the mic back, and he continued to spew out lies and saying things against the word of God. And we said, "Sir, you know, and and in, and to the people, you know, it's one thing when you're having a conversation one on one with someone, but when you get up and and do this loudly." Uh, And so we had to escort him out. Uh, We asked different ones. Uh, My husband was one of them to escort him out uh, because there was there was no way he wasn't willing to stop. He was actually a perpetrator. He came in with a plan uh, and an evil motive to to come in and bring evil intentionally and you know I know that the church is a hospital and is for those to uh, to be healed but he he was not willing and he didn't want to obey or do what we're asking him to do to keep the peace so we you know at that point it was time to be escorted out uh, another time I was teaching bible study on a wednesday night <clears throat> and uh, near the end and we always have dinner and a couple came in and we we typically stopped dinner serving uh, once we start teaching, but we always, you know, when we see someone come in and they want to eat, we're going to go ahead and get it for them. So my mom got them something to eat, you know, very discreetly while I was teaching. And then uh, the woman began to interrupt me while I was sharing the word of God and, and blurting out and saying uh, things about the Bible, you know, misquoting the word, and you could tell she was under the influence of something. And I said, ma'am, you need to be quiet, please. You can ask questions afterward. She would not. And I had to firmly say, ma'am, you need to be quiet. And when that firmness, <laughs> and listen, y'all, it was the Holy Spirit. But when that happened, she was quiet. She stopped. And it was the enemy working through her, you know, and th- and this is what we always have to remember and understand it's not the person, it's Satan working through them, which is at that moment, they are a willing vessel. And sometimes it's based upon what we've got in our system that allows us to be a willing vessel drugs or alcohol, whatever that is, or uh, <clears throat> just whatever our, our thought patterns, uh, you know, whatever that is, that anger uh, that can build up and lead to sin. And so at the end of the service, she accepted Jesus as her savior. And uh, the man that was with her, um, he didn't believe in Jesus or in the same way she did. And she said, well, I don't want to be with you. She gave him back a ring he had given her. All this, I'm telling you, (laughs) took place right after service that night. And we sat with them and was talking to them. And the man stormed out. My husband went out behind him and was talking to him outside and you know, it was just really uh, an amazing uh, evening. And, and every time we are at church, uh, it's always, especially on a Wednesday night, is <clears throat> always something uh, that happens that is unique and amazing and uh, awesome. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, awesome in Christ because we just never know. And, and it was really a blessing to see that young woman. Uh, we were hoping he would come to the Lord, but it's in your own time. But it's about taking a stand for what is right. Uh, we can get angry, but sin not. Uh, we can still be loving and kind, but yet firm and doing what God says and clean house. Get rid of those things. Uh, and it can actually be objects or things that, you know, we put before God. We don't want to put a person or anything before God. So we must be aware of it and make the change. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be step number one. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you may he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, jackiebikesministries.org, J A C K I E, be like boy, U Y C K S ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn more about God's unconditional love, agape love.